this is Canada Reads American Style, featuring two friends who love Canada Reads and Canadian literature. Welcome our host Rebecca from Michigan and Tara from Ontario. Hi everyone, it is Rebecca and Tara, and today our topic will be the Canada Reads shortlist. It was announced today. We are recording later in the evening of the day it was announced, and I am pretty excited. How about you, Tara? I am very excited. I was waiting. Yesterday, I was like, oh my gosh, tomorrow is the announcement. And then I was waiting today, and then you sent me a text saying that they were had been released, and I was like so excited. It was like Christmas morning, which I love this feeling to st- starting the new year like this feels really good. I completely agree. I felt the same way. I was really excited. In fact, in fact, I texted our friend Sarah who because she texted me when the uh, long list came out. Mm-hmm. And so then I said, hey, do you mind tomorrow keeping me on track with the short list? And, and um, unfortunately, today she wasn't feeling well. So I was able to send it to her because I kept checking, kept refreshing because yeah. I knew it was going to be around 10 a.m. I figured that it was going to come out and it did. So that was pretty exciting. Yeah. So, but before we talk about it, uh, what are you reading right now? Okay. So I have a little bit of a couple different things going on. So of course I've been reading from the long list, getting ready for today. So I've just finished recently reading uh, The Winter Night by Jess Battis, which did not make the shortlist. So it was on the long list, but did not make the shortlist very quickly. It is a queer urban retelling of the King Arthur legend that take take place in uh, Vancouver. Mm, it was very okay. cool. Yeah, yeah. It was really interesting. I enjoyed the story and there's like a bit of a mystery to it and stuff like this. But it actually, this book for me was all about the characters. I just really, really loved the characters and their story outside of the mystery. So, but it was a good one. Yeah. And other than that, so then I'm, you know, reading for the short list. I also have a big honking Stephen King book going. I'm reading Fairy Tale. By Stephen King. And so I'm kind of dipping in and out of that one in between my Canadian lit. So is that a newer book? I don't read Stephen King, um, but is that a newer book or has that been around? It's just a while? over a year old. Like I think oh, it, it okay. was um, uh, 2022, I believe it was released, fall of 2022, roughly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, I didn't even realize. Yeah, I've never read him mostly because I can't really read horror. So Mm -hmm. I know he's great, but I... (laughs) Yeah, this one you could read because it's not a horror. It is a like fairy tale. It's his take on a a fairy tale, modern day fairy tale. uh, Let me just say, speaking of fairy tales, you know, I started my goal of reading the grim fairy tales. And I swear to whatever... Oh my gosh, like right off the bat, they are, it's shocking to me, like how like bad and evil and like, anyway, yeah. And there was, and yeah, and there was one that it's like the Virgin Mary uh, is in it. Yeah, it's like the, and I'm like, what? This is weird, a fantasy along with, you know, the the Bible story. That was kind of a weird thing. But it turned out it was very dark. It's very dark. So, yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I know. Who Are you knew? enjoying well, it though? 
Oh yeah, okay, absolutely. Yeah, I can't wait to. It, it's you know, I think it's over seven hundred pages, so it's going to take me a long time. But I do try to read at least one a day, and then along with my Project Five Sixty Two book that I'm reading as well. But anyway, so, and I know that we will talk more about the books. It's like for example, Winter Night. You'll talk more about it at our next uh, book, chat, book chat, number yeah. fourteen that's coming up. Okay, so. Okay. Well, I, is that it for you for what you're reading currently? Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. I'm at, I'm at an in-between stage too. Like I just finished the -hmm. winter night and haven't yet started a new one. So I just have the Stephen King one going on in between kind of thing. So yeah, that's it. What about you? Okay. So I am currently reading Junie. I did the same Mm. thing. I was trying to read books off the long list, hoping that they would be on there. And so I'm reading Junie. I'm a little more than halfway done and really enjoying it. And I know you did read it, right? I did, yes. So I cannot wait to get to the end. I just have this thing I need to have happen. And again, I'll talk more about it um, in our book chat. But that's basically what I'm reading, I think. And uh, and again, my, my other stuff that just for my goal. So, yeah. but. Uh, let's get into, cause I'm really excited, but let's get into our short list from Canada Reads and yeah. what about your predictions? How did you do prediction wise? Oh, terrible. I got oh. <laughs> one out of five. <laughs> well, okay. But let's say yeah. you got one. So I got one. Yeah. Was it bad pre? No, it was the future because I actually chose bad medicine right. over right. bad Cree just because I've read bad Cree. So I'm like, I'm going to go for one that I haven't read. Yes. So uh, now I remember. Yeah. yeah. Now, have you read the future yet? I have. Okay. I, and I hope that it's on before reading it. I wanted it on there just because I really like this author, Catherine mm-hmm. LaRue. And after reading it, I think it fits perfectly for the theme of like resilience and uh, they had another, there's another phrase for like continuing on moving forward. I think it fits the theme perfectly. So I'm super excited to see it on the list. Yeah. And I agree because the future was one that I had. So I had three out of five, which has actually kind of been my record. I think I've been getting three out of five the last few years, I have to go back and look at all my years and stuff and see what my stats are for that. But <laughs> I picked the future because I agree with you. I read it as well. I think it really fits the theme if the theme stays that way with resilience and everything. And then let's see, what the heck else was it? Oh, Shut Up, You're Pretty. I picked that one. Uh, I've read that one as well, but I read it when it came out. So I'll have to kind of re-look at it. And then Denison Avenue, which I also read and absolutely loved. And I just want to say, now I still have to read Bad Cree, and then we'll talk in a minute about the other one, but I really want Denison Avenue to win. Like that is one I am championing. Yes. Yes. Wow. You're calling it early. I'm calling it, well, I'm not calling that it will win. I'm saying, no, no, you're calling your prediction, what you are not prediction, what you want to win. Yeah, because I figure I've read three, wait a minute, yeah, three out of them. And Bad Cree, I still have to read Bad Cree, which I have a copy of. Thank you to Colleen. And then the last one, which we'll talk about in a minute. But I love Denison Avenue so much. And I think it's such a creative way to tell this story with the images and the text. And so 
and I'm not going to go into it in great detail just because, again, I'll talk about it more in our book chat, but I think it's a really unique type of title, but I also think the idea of gentrification and, you know, these, anyway, I'm not going to go into it right now, but yes, that is the one I 100% want Denison Avenue to win. So Ooh. I'm just going out on a limb there. So Nice. Well, yeah. I cannot... Um make that statement yet because I mm. still have uh I think I've read two of them I've read Bad Cree mm -hmm. and The Future and then Denison Avenue I'm waiting for my hold meet me at the lake as well and what is the fifth one that I'm missing here shut up you're pretty shut up you're pretty yes I haven't read that one either so I'm waiting on that one as well from the yeah and I, I like that one I think I'm pretty sure when I read it, like I said, when it came out, I think I gave it four stars on Goodreads. I liked it, but I didn't love it, like mm -hmm. five star love it, but I yeah. did really enjoy it. And I actually was hoping to talk to the author. Um, but at the time she, when I asked her, she said she was not doing interviews at that time. And uh, so I'm really excited for her to be on the shortlist though, because I do think it's definitely a book worth reading and I did enjoy it. So, but I'll look at it again, like I said. Yeah. So, but let's talk about the fact that we have two genre books. Yes. Is, would you consider Biz Bad Cree kind of a horror genre type book? It's marketed as horror. I think it has, I don't consider it a horror book. It has horror elements in it. Okay. But I would, if once, when I, once I read it, I'm like, I don't really think it's horror. It's mm -hmm. a really good story with horror elements, but to each their own. Maybe, you know, maybe others would think of it as horror, but it's definitely a different book for Canada Reads, I think. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because you've read it. And so do you, can you think, well, let me ask you this. Having read it, yep. do you think it meets the resilience Oh, yes, totally. It does? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, I think it's a great book for the theme. Yeah, I do. I mean, I will mm -hmm. say that is very interesting because I don't know what the book is about in great detail because I don't like to know too much, but I'm glad to know that it meets the theme really yeah. well. I think you're really going to enjoy it. Yeah. And that it's, yeah, everybody I, I think I've seen who's read it has really enjoyed it. So, yeah. and then the other thing also is the fact that it's not like a true horror so it it kind of maybe skirts that genre label a little bit do mm -hmm. you think maybe I think so because I think no. the story that Jessica Johns is telling is just a really great story and she's worked horror elements into it that just like transcend the story like just you know like that just really spotlight some of the issues that she's discussing mm -hmm. does that make sense yeah. Yeah. And I think too, we've, we've seen this before where they market a book. So I'm just going to say this much about the future. Uh, and again, I'll talk more uh, on the book chat, but I, to me, definitely the author spent time in Detroit. She said she did. I read and saw some interviews and stuff. So she spent time in Detroit. She really nailed the essence of Detroit even currently, right? Mm -hmm. What I thought was really odd, the way that it was marketed, and I think others kind of, I talked to somebody else who also kind of agreed with me, that I didn't under, like, they, they sort of said like, oh, well, the French, you know, maintained possession of Detroit. 
but I didn't really get this real French influence. Like it, to me, it yeah. could have been anybody. That so to me, that was marketed in a way that I was excited to see. Well, how could the French have done something different? And to me, the French were hardly even an element in the story at all. So I think it's a yeah. weird way to market that book. So maybe it's the same like with Bad Cree. It's not really a horror book, but it's kind of marketed that way. Yeah, I agree. I was expecting more of a French influence as well in Detroit, where it was really more just the street names and park mm-hmm. names, like uh, locations had French names to them. That's kind of the only French influence I saw yeah. on Detroit. Yeah. So that, so I thought that was a weird way to market yeah. it. So God bless their little hearts. They did not, I don't think they nailed that very well. So but yeah. it's okay. Cause I, I did enjoy the story as well, but I was, I kept sort of waiting for that French influence and I wasn't really seeing it. So yeah. anyway, I agree. I'm interested now, once you read Bad Cree to see mm-hmm. if you agree with me. Yeah. Or are you like, no, Tara, I found that was a <laughs> horror book for me. You know, interestingly, remember I read the Stephen Graham Jones. Yeah. What was the last Indian or what was uh, that called? Oh, only good Indian. Only, only good, good Indian. Indian. Yeah. And well, I, I sort of felt like that horror, cause I was really worried about reading it and mm-hmm. I sort of went into it being pretty like, okay, I'm going to be pretty scared reading this. And in a little bit, there was a little bit, I think in the beginning that kind of went like, I made me kind of take a step back. But overall, I wasn't really scared yeah. through that whole story. So I felt really good that I I wasn't as scared as I thought I was going to be. So Bad Cree will be interesting to see how I handle the horror yeah. elements in that. I think you'll be fine. Okay. I hope so. But yeah. yeah. But we really have to talk about the book that made the list that I think is a little controversial is too strong of a word, but I do think makes a huge statement. Do you want to talk about Meet Me at the Lake? Sure. So a romance, the first yeah. romance on Canada Reads, right? In its history. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is it? Is it like so. really in the in the history, you think? I think so. I thought wow. that's what I'd read somewhere. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Maybe I should have done a little more research into that. But I thought I read a little blurb that uh, the defender, who I can't remember her name right now. Yeah, she I, did say that it was yeah. the first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that is um, exciting and interesting. Mm-hmm. I am, so I have not read this book, as I told you, Uh, there was a lot of hype and buzz around this book when it was published a couple of years ago. I'm Mm -hmm. not normally a romance reader, and I also don't like reading a book with a lot of buzz, because I'm always afraid that the buzz is going to bring the book down for me anyways. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Like maybe if I hadn't heard the buzz, it's a book I could have really enjoyed, but the buzz brings up my expectations too much and it kind of mm-hmm. like dulls the experience for me. So I haven't read this book. I think I was going to like in the future within the next year or so, I was probably going to pick up this book anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, so I am looking forward to it. I'm not sure how about it being here, but I am interested to read it to see how it fits the theme of resilience. I, I just can't wrap my head around that that will be there. Mm-hmm. But maybe it's because I haven't read a lot of like romances. So maybe there's more depth to it than I'm giving it credit at the moment. Well, I have to laugh because I just typed it in here. Mm-hmm. Hold on a second. I just borrowed it. 
meet me at the lake. It's available in my libraries okay. <laughs> like immediately. <laughs> so, oh, wow. Wow. Okay. So I, and obviously in Canada, I looked at the one um, in Canada and it was like a 20 week hold okay. on it. So, and this, I'm talking about ebook copy. Yeah. So I was able to just get it. So I'll take a look at it. Um, I said I wasn't going to read it, but I'll take yeah. a look at it, the beginning of it and everything again. And I apologize to everyone who's heard me say this 5 million times, but you know, I read so many romances when I was young that I just, I just can't read them anymore. They're just, they just feel too formulaic for me anymore. So I love a great romance in a story, but I don't read like genre romance books. Uh, and I will give that one a try. I wasn't going to, but oh, since okay. it's available immediately, I'll go ahead and see what it, see what it's about. This is breaking news, listeners, because the last time I spoke to Rebecca earlier today, yes. she was like, I am not reading it. And I'm like, that's okay. I'm going to read it for the both of us. That's fine. Yep, you did. So look at her. Just like holding back. Well, no, I just literally, no, just, while you were saying that, I know, but that's yeah. what's so funny is it's freaking available. So, yeah. and I know everybody in Canada has talked about this fact that it's on a wait a long wait list and everything oh, yeah. so I'll t I'll take a look at it but I just I don't know it's I I'm really excited really for that one to be defended because yeah. I think the person who's defending it which again I don't not know her name either I didn't recognize any of the people to be honest with you but uh I think it's a bold move on her part and it's so funny because every year people have said, oh, there's always like one book that's the weakest of the five. Mm -hmm. And in a way, just because of the genre, I feel like this is the weakest one. But I hope she comes out guns blazing and makes her yeah. case, Yeah, you know, because it's a bold move and she, I hope she can back it up, you know? Yeah. I think she's going to have, to, uh, she's going to have a fierce fight on her hands. I think so Especially too. Especially not only for the genre, I think that unfortunately that does it's a tick against her mm -hmm. book by some people like in, I'm not dissing it but you know what I mean like it's just right. some people who want this to be a very literary mm -hmm. contest that's going to be a tick against it and at the moment I again I haven't read it I just mm -hmm. not sure how the theme how it's going to hold up with the theme again but I don't even know anything about it except that it takes place in Muskoka cottage country so I don't even know what the plot of it is. Yeah, for me, when I think about a book that all of Canada should read, I i mean, no offense to the genre books, because again, uh, oh gosh, what's the name of the author? Um, Sherry Lapina, you know, talks about the value of genre liter literature and mm -hmm. why it doesn't get its the respect it's due. But at the end of the day, when you think about something that everybody should read, mm, that's maybe kind of why well actually though maybe the genre would fit better for a book that everyone should read you know what I yeah, mean like yeah it might be more accessible yeah. like as much as we loved the future right mm -hmm. by Catherine LaRue it's a very dark book like there's yes I did finish it with like a sense of hope and the resilience theme is strong in that one but it is dark and grim you know because mm -hmm. there's a that group of children that live there, yeah, like orphan children that live in one of the parks. Why they're there, their stories are brutal. Yeah. So, you know, maybe something like Meet Me at the Lake 
is much more accessible, right? But how many men do you think would read it? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the readership is for Canada yeah. Reads, if it's predominantly women versus men. I don't know, but yeah. And another strike against it could be it's had its moment. It's yeah, like it has been a extremely successful book up here in Canada. Extremely mm-hmm. successful. She was at Eden Mills a couple of years ago. Wow. And yes, and the lineup to see her, Rebecca, was huge. Like to see yeah. her after her reading and to have their book signed. It was a huge lineup for her. And I was the lone person in my lineup for another author. So, you know, it's, yeah, <laughs> she's had her moment. So that could also be like a strike against her. Like she's already, this book has already had its moment. She's got a second book out, which I think is also been very successful. Mm-hmm. Maybe, you know, the spotlight should shine on another book. This one's already found its audience. I'm arguing against it already and I haven't even read it and that's terrible. And I'm open to it, but. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're just, you know, let's face it. We're at this point, we don't know everything in terms of that. We don't really know the defenders that well yet. Mm-hmm. We'll start to see more, you know, they'll they'll interview them and we'll see all kinds of information about them as well. Because as much as, what was the guy last year? That, was it Gerd Deep? Was that his name? The yes. one who was just so kind and just such a lovely human being yeah. that the, the competition wasn't really fit for him because he was just too nice, right? Yeah. So even though his book, which was, oh gosh, now I can't think of it. I can think of what the storyline was, but I can't think of the title. Hotline. Was it Hotline? Yes, Hotline. Yes. Yeah. Hotline, even though so many people absolutely loved Hotline, he just didn't have the, oh, the fire in his belly to be able to, you know, sort of, you got to still, it's com- it's a competition. You got to be yeah. able to take other people out. And I don't think yeah. he had that capacity. So we'll have to see yeah. who these defenders are. And the one who's defending Denison Avenue is the former mayor of Calgary or something. Yes. So I don't know wh- who, like why he was, I mean, I think it's fun. I can't mm-hmm. wait to see who he is and how he, how he does. Yeah. And I have to laugh because of the defenders. I was like, I want to talk to him. I just think it's interesting. Is a, a, a former mayor of Calgary. Like, who is he? Yeah. <laughs> so I just thought he might be kind of fun to talk to. So yeah. anyway. I'm also what do you think about so shut up your pretty is a short story collection right Mm -hmm. yeah what do you think about that for being the book that all of Canada reads there haven't been a lot of short story collections I don't think I yeah and I don't even yeah because I'm only again so many years into this so I don't think obviously during my time there hasn't been a short story collection I don't know if one's ever won but I definitely think it's the theme for resilience I think whoever I again I can't remember who's defending it but that is definitely the theme throughout that story. I mean, throughout that book. So even though I can't, you know, remember the stories individually at this point, mm-hmm. I do know that it was absolutely about resilience. So I think in that sense, I think the person whoever is defending it could really make that great case for it. Yeah. So oh, I think it's going to be a good competition. Yeah. Now, is there anything that book that you're disappointed didn't make it? Uh, yes, I really, well, I haven't gotten all the way through Junie, but, and I, and again, I'm going to just go based on the fact that you liked it. And I know you always 
really want to see a hopeful ending to a book. So I'm going to assume that these two beautiful young girls, uh, Estelle and Junie, are resilient and hopefully have a, a happier ending than what I'm experiencing right now. But I would have loved to have seen somebody argue this case about Junie. How, how do you feel about that book? That's the book I was disappointed didn't make it as yeah, well. Yeah, me too. Yeah, because I really, really enjoyed this book. I enjoyed the writing, the setting. I think it would have been a great book. I would have loved to have seen. it. But to me, that this one's like, again, only a little more than halfway, but mm-hmm. it feels so tragic and so painful. These two young girls who both have mothers who aren't, invested in them. And it's just, I, I've, I don't, I was thinking to myself, I don't think I've ever read a book where two kind of main characters are having the same life experience. You know what I mean? And yeah. it's sort of this parallel experience that they're both having. And I don't, again, know how it plays out, but I, I love it for that alone because yeah. it is true. Just when somebody is going through something, you're not the only person going through it. There will be other people in your life. You may or may not know it, but they're going through something similar. And yet that's what I love about this book is that it's, they're going through this kind of together. So anyway. I also loved the setting. I loved, so 1930s, uh, East Vancouver. And Mm -hmm. it's like a beautiful community that the the girls live in, Mm -hmm. that they're supported. So even if they're not I find if they're not getting support from their mothers, from their Mm -hmm. family at home, they've been able to find, especially Junie, in other places, either from their teachers. I think Junie, they they have a great teacher. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the bookstore owner, like there's Mm -hmm. such a community in there. And so I, I really liked that aspect of it. And I liked because at the moment for East Vancouver is known as one of the most, yeah. uh, horrific neighborhoods in the country, right? Like a huge high criminal rate, uh, drugs, drugs, addiction. homelessness, addiction, yeah. prostitution, you know, it's, it's not got a great reputation. So I loved seeing a spotlight put on this community at a time in its past when it truly was a different type of community. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's true. I, yeah, I love that as well. And I love, it's like you said, the characters that are there who are supporting Junie, they're so critical to the story and to her growth and, and, um, her resilience. So yeah. Anyway. Yeah. All right. Well, go ahead. Oh yeah. I was going to say, so that is like of the four books. So the four of the five we know have like really strong resilience themes or we, Mm -hmm. so I, I am hopeful for meet me at the lake actually. Mm -hmm. I'm really, I'm very excited to read it actually one way or the other. Yeah. Let me go back now and ask you, do yeah. you think Winter Night could have fit the theme and are you disappointed that it didn't make the list? Uh, no. I really enjoyed the book, but mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I, I don't think that it had a certain element of resilience in these characters and that they keep living these stories essentially over and over in their lifetime, right? From King Arthur's time to the present day they just keep coming back and reliving these lives the legend Mm -hmm. but in different times but i don't think it has that same type of resilience that you've seen that are in the other books Mm -hmm. and i'm not sure that it could have been defended as strongly yeah 
However, I really enjoyed this book. Yeah. And I suggest like if anyone is interested in it, then pick it up because it's uh, the characters were so diverse and so well written that, like I said, there is a, a bit of a mystery element in that knights, the knights are being killed and who's killing them. But that Ooh. is secondary to these, the characters. Yeah. Which I guess that's the resilience part of it, right? So. Yeah. And this is a book that you, that was not on your radar before Canada Reads, correct? No, it was. I had heard an interview with the author a couple of months previous to the long list being announced. So it was on my list to read anyways. Oh, okay. So then once it made the long list, then it bumped it up because. Yeah. So I'm just curious. I was just going to look really quick and I know I wasn't going to drag this podcast out today, but I'm going to look really quick to see if there's anything else on the long list that I'm kind of bummed didn't make it. So I I wanted to look really quick here. Uh, Let's see here. I don't think there's... Oh, Michael Crummy. Michael Crummy, The Innocence. What do you think about that? Um, Disappointed, but not really surprised. Okay. Because that one had a strong theme, right? Yeah. But that one with the the sibling relationship might be difficult for some people to... Mm -hmm. But amazing book. Amazing book. Oh, the other one I wanted, which I haven't read or anything, but was uh, Reuniting with Strangers. Mm-hmm. I really kind of wanted to read that. Well, I mean, I could still read it, but I mean, oh, I yeah. was kind of hoping it would be on there. And uh, and I definitely want to put a hold on Bad Medicine so, or get a copy. So it's Yeah, I'm looking forward to Bad Medicine as well. Interestingly, there's no nonfiction, right? It's all fiction this year. That is correct. Yeah. There was huh. only one nonfiction in the long list anyways, right? I believe it was just the Mama Sketch. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep so, I mean, the chances of there being a nonfiction was slim. But I, I like this, and, and I love nonfiction, but I like this uh, leaning towards fiction that uh, Canada Reads has been really following in the last couple of years. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Well, I think that wraps up our review or our opinions about the shortlist, which we're both excited about, and we now get to continue reading <laughs> and then yep. uh, and then be ready for, and then we always do try to reach out to some authors and some defenders. So stay tuned. We'll see if we can get anybody this year, which will be interesting. Yeah. And we'll give it yeah. a try. Yeah. And if you have um, any opinions of your own, leave them in the comments if you're watching on YouTube or send us a DM or an or an email we would love to hear from you and happy reading thank you for joining us on our bookish journey if you enjoyed this episode please consider subscribing rating and reviewing canada reads american style wherever you listen you can connect with the podcast and rebecca on instagram at canada reads american style and with tara at on a branch reads until next time keep reading